Welcome to Michigan in Focus. I'm Bruce Walker, Great Lakes Regional Editor for the Center Square. The Freedom of Information Act has been a key weapon for journalists to expose what government agencies choose to be less than transparent about. This week, the Center Square's Scott McClellan published two stories based on his FOIA request that he submitted. The first FOIA was to the Michigan Economic Development Corporation, and the second was to the Michigan's Department of Health and Human Services. Scott McClellan, the Center Square reporter, is here to discuss. Let's begin with the Michigan Economic Development Corporation. So uh, you submitted a FOIA to them. Okay, first explain to listeners what the MEDC is and what your FOIA was seeking. The MEDC is the state's arm of economic development. So their job is to attract companies into the state and get them to build uh, infrastructure, plants, depends on the company. So the MEDC was vital in bringing uh, Goshen to the state, uh, along with a couple other economic development groups. So I filed a request seeking documents related to the Goshen factory. And they responded saying that it would cost $16,537 for more than 45,000 pages of documents related to this plant. For listeners who are unaware, not really in the center square budget, nor is it something that uh, reporters such as ourselves can just reach into our back pocket and pull out 16 large and plop down to have someone honor a FOIA request. We might ask, how is that amount calculated? So the MEDC says that my request would take about 406 hours to complete at an hourly cost of their lowest paid worker, which is apparently $29.43 an hour. Uh, They said that searching costs would total about $12,000, while copying costs alone would total uh, nearly $5,000. Five thousand dollars. Okay. Well, it seems like they're talking out of both sides of their mouth here. On one hand, they're saying that you're going to spend twelve thousand dollars for searching costs, and then, but they already know approximately the number of documents that the search would actually turn up. I think they're uh, trying. I I'll know more when I speak with a representative. How this is probably going to go down is. I'm going to shrink my request to be more specific, maybe within a certain time frame or a certain category, such as environmental reports or economic reports. And uh, hopefully we can get these documents that we're searching for. It sounds um, mightily suspicious, although I will give the benefit of the doubt to both you and the MEDC at the same time, hoping that uh, you can clarify these issues and get the information that you need, because this is kind of a firestorm that is surrounding the whole Goshen notion in Macosta County, because there's a lot of tax breaks that are involved in this. Uh, There's about $125 million critical industry program grant. There's a 30-year renaissance zone to Macosta County that's about, well, valued at about $540 million and about $50 million strategic site readiness program performance-based grant. So we're talking about a boatload of money. So let's keep an eye on this, especially considering there has been a groundswell 
of locals. And now it's starting to go national. It's actually starting to make uh, cable news shows during the evenings of people concerned about the connection between Goshen Inc. and uh, its Chinese forebears. Uh, that's that's a big concern. I think the concern the concerns are multifaceted. Some people are concerned about 30-year tax break. Other people are concerned about the company's alleged ties to the Chinese Communist Party. And uh, there's a third branch, too, that are concerned about environmental impacts on local rivers. Right. And and uh, not unfounded. When you are talking about some of these heavy metals that are used to build electric vehicle batteries, there is a potential for seepage into groundwater and contaminating the water table. And you're not far from the Muskegon River in Macosta County. I know this because I am a, I grew up in that area and I spent a lot of time in Macosta itself as uh, the journalist in residence at the Russell Kirk Center for Cultural Renewal and have done a massive amount of fishing there. Anyway, uh, this comes fast on the heels after a 10 to nine vote in favor of a $175 million transfer for the battery component factory that is said to create 2,350 jobs, whether those jobs would actually transpire for the individuals who already live in Macosta County remains to be seen because one would think that some of those would be highly trained positions that, uh, and, you know, frankly, there's uh, Ferris State University is in Big Rapids proper. So perhaps maybe they would have a hand in training those individuals. But very often we see that uh, the promises of jobs don't match the reality of jobs created. I'm going to read a quote from Lana Tice, who said in uh, after the vote last week to make the $175 million transfer to Goshen. Is be, they, she said, Goshen is being paid to come here, will pay nothing in return in terms of local taxes, and will not be responsible for cleaning up its potential environmental catastrophes. The plant's looming disaster is a risk too great to ignore and I worry Michigan will soon regret its decision. I, I believe one of the things you were looking for were documents from EGLE, the, the Department of Environment, Great Lakes and Energy. Yeah, I'm very interested in the environmental report related to this project. And I'm going to uh, file another request later today, specifically targeting that. Hopefully that should not run up a bill of thousands of dollars. Right. So that you could actually send it to Eagle itself. That's great. Okay. Well, before we run out of time here, tell us a little bit about your other FOIA revelations this week. Uh, you sent a uh, Freedom of Information Act request to the Michigan's Department of Health and Human Services about their spending on COVID advertising. And it turned out to be a rather astronomical figure. Yeah, the department said they spent $6.2 million on COVID advertising targeting K-12 through students between October 2022 and July 2023. So the campaign budgeted $5 million for COVID advertising and $1.2 million to advertise COVID testing. The State Health Department partnered with Ferndale-based Brogan & Partners to design the campaign, which spent $300,000 on gas station TV ads, $90,000 on influencers, and about $13,000 on TikTok ads. Well, okay, that puts them a step ahead of what we discussed last week, and that is uh, the Pure Michigan campaign, wherein the advertising agency wasn't even based in Michigan. Ironies abound when you have advertising campaign 
to talk about the glories of Michigan to tourists and businesses that might want to relocate here. And you're not using one of the many advertising agencies that currently exist in Michigan, and you're going somewhere else in the Midwest to have them produced. So what did you, what else did you find out through your, your FOIA? Just how they, uh, the, the spending categories that they planned mostly. Their campaign was through radio, TV, uh, Hulu, minority radio stations, really all over. Very, very interesting. And listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. I'm Bruce Walker, Great Lakes Regional Editor for The Center Square. Please subscribe and thank you for listening.